Hello, hello, hello. Once again, it's your friend. Read the read in these streets. Super lame for that, but welcome back. This is episode two. I'm very, very proud of episode one. I was not expecting it to have been listened to as many times as it was. And if you had not listened to it, go back and listen to it and then come back and listen to this one because why not though like why not anywho um I have like so many different things that I kind of want to touch base on but I feel like in order for me to keep your attention and not make this like two hours long because I really don't want to talk for two hours and I feel like talking for two hours by myself just would indicate that um you know um I might need to talk to my therapist a little bit more than then I do. So uh, I want to open it up by saying thank you again for listening and, and just welcome back to my shenanigans, my funanigans. I just created a word and boom. Um, there are so many great things to just kind of like magnify uh, this past week. Um, I've been on my grind, tough, you know, I've been working. And then on top of that, I have finals this week. So I've really been truly, truly, truly on my grind. Like between taking tests and writing papers that has been swarming up all in my mind, taking me away. I've been thinking about all different kinds of things I want to talk about on the podcast. But then, of course, school and work and everything else just kind of prioritizes itself and just pushes that podcast right onto the back. So we are here. I'm finally able to calm down and talk to you all and just be mellow and be chilled. I'm in my room because I see I've, I noticed that the last time when I recorded it, I stated where I was at in my location. So if you hear this fan in the background, probably extremely poor quality to have this going. But a nigga hot, though. And yeah, you know, I feel like I talk loud enough to where you can kind of hear that and not be thrown off by the you know lovely white noise in the background um so yeah i've just been seeing a lot of different things kind of circling the media social media whatever so we can talk about the bs the trash the garbage we can make it fancy and say trash <laughs> of the news today um a couple different things. The number one thing I want to kind of talk on is probably really, really overly talked about and extremely saturated with tons of opinions and biased outlooks. But um, the Aisha Curry situation, I definitely feel like that is that is a conversation topic. That is for the girls to talk about, the men to talk about, relationships, friends, everybody. Everybody needs to talk about that. You know, because I feel like so many people looked at it from a perspective that she was unhappy where she was and she was unhappy with her home and her being married to this man who's very well respected. And, you know, her basically kind of having that picture perfect American lifestyle that all of us kind of would set as goals. You know, a lot of people look at their relationship and set it as goals. Um But I just really took from that that maybe she just looked at it like, okay, since he's been famous and he's broadcasted, you know, she's only known more mainly known to be his wife. And since the kids got put into the media, because, I mean, of course, they're showing them as well. 
she's known as a mother and she's known as all these different titles but feels as if like her insecurities with all of these different titles have pushed her to the back and not being the woman that she is and she wants to feel wanted and to be identified and you know embraced in that manner not to say that she's wanting to encourage or invite disrespectful men or women to flirt with her to try to hop down while she in a marriage and all that other stuff she's not she's not inviting that because i'm pretty sure that her dms her messages her snapchats her everything anything that she has access to the public for on social media definitely is 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 lit up you know i mean she could post a picture and many men will like comment females will comment so you know it's not like she's looking for those comments it's not like she's looking for that attention because just as much as steph curry is getting attention she's getting attention as well for one people love to break up a happy home so best believe it's some snakes real close to their lovely grass in that situation but you know she's not really tripping off of it she's She's not like Eve, you know, she's not going to take the apple and bite it. You know, she's not going to be wooed by the snakes. She's going to look at that and go, oh, that's a snake. And that's a tree with lovely fruit that I cannot bite. And I'm going to turn around and I'm going to be happy with my man in our new little Garden of Eden with our three lovely little babies that look exactly like us. And I'm going to live my life over here cooking and be Chef Curry while my man is Steph Curry. (laughs) See what I did there? anyway (laughs) um so yeah that's you know pretty much my take on that i feel like if you have more to say about it you definitely can comment um because i will soon be making social media for this podcast i realized that after my first podcast i did not have any kind of social media to tag attach for you to comment for you to submit what you would like to hear me talk about or even just submit your stories for them to be talked about on the podcast because I'm definitely going to welcome those um those things also great segue into bringing me into from talking about Aisha Curry is just a hot question from the lovely topic that we are talking about right now um why do we idolize celebrity relationships why do we put them on a pedestal and then they become inhuman like it's like oh man you know we dehumanize them by saying oh they're like famous and they're rich so they can't have problems and they're married and they're happy and they got all these kids and they have all these things that everyone else is like everyone else is wishing for so they can't have problems and then as soon as somebody is bold enough and open enough and transparent enough to tell you hey i may have all these things but i'm still struggling with the same situations that you are too you know then it's like we want to attack them and then we want to go oh they're not goals anymore oh she's trash or oh he's not doing what he needs to do and blah 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 what we fail to realize is is relationships are tough work tough work i am not married i am in a relationship but i am not married and let me tell you something okay relationships are built on many many things but the foundational things to keep them there is trust communication and the willingness to just learn new things and keep going because what we fail to realize when we're in relationships is that 
say for example you meet a person when you're in high school and you start dating in high school and you all are dating up until the point of you being 25 you have gone through so many age range changes so many phases from you being in high school to graduating to now maybe potentially in college or starting your own career where whatever you decide to do post high school and you're going through different things in life because you're experiencing different things. You're getting older. So now you have more access to things. The older you get, the more access you get to things that you didn't have when you were the age before. And so now you're able to drink. Now you're able to do certain things that you couldn't do in public. You know, it's just different phases in life. You're experiencing more. You may get a really great and awesome job. And now you're experienced to new people, new ideas, new mindsets, new situations. And all the time it's constantly changing. The only thing that's constant in life is change because it's always happening. And if you don't have the communication to talk to your partner to say, hey, these are the things that I thought that I wanted, but now that I'm older, these are my new goals. These are my new expectations. These are my new levels that I feel like we mutually should meet together because it can't be one-sided, you know, and we have to trust each other. We have to be able to say, I trust you beyond, you know, just like, oh man, you know, yeah, I trust you because we've been together for so long. I trust you because, you know, you was always there for me and my support system. No, like you truly have to have a deep trust. And sometimes trust gets messed up in the beginning. It does, especially when you want to stick it out with a person, trust gets messed up over small things because we have such high expectations of people that we are in relationships with. I'm never stating that we should not have high expectations and I'm never stating you should settle for less or accept bullcrap, but only, you know, the levels to what you will accept. So, you know, as long as you're communicating what you're feeling, what you want, what you feel should change in a mutual sense, and you trust this person deeply to know that you all can make that change and you want to stick it out together with them. And you all are willing to change with each other and learn each other at each new phase and be the same support system for them, regardless of whatever is going on. I feel like your relationship will flourish, which is what Steph and Aisha has done. I mean, look at the situation. I'm not ever saying that they don't have arguments. They don't have problems. They never came to a point where they wanted to get a divorce. They never wanted to break up. They could have those moments all the time. But the key thing that you don't see Is their arguments, their negative moments, their negative points in their relationship because they don't broadcast it on social media. They probably talk to maybe their friends. They definitely go to God about it because, I mean, you know, they're very well known for their religious aspects in their relationship. But they don't broadcast it. You know what I'm saying? Like they show their love. Even if Steph had an issue with how she said what she said on the Red Table Talk and he felt a way about it he did not like chastise her in public he didn't go on a platform and say oh yeah my wife tripping blah 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 or oh yeah you know she know better than to say that stupid stuff blah 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 no he definitely like supported her he told her what needed to be said and even if that is something that he truly believed but he said that to kind of shut down the haters and then he talked he spoke to her in private perfectly fine because guess what we're not in their marriage we don't need to know what goes on behind closed doors All we need to know is, is whatever they decide to want to tell us. So, you know, I just feel like we should definitely keep that in mind when we're idolizing certain relationships and people. And they don't necessarily have to be celebrities. They can just be your best friends or your parents, your grandparents and all of that. Like if you really knew what really went into these relationships and how they lasted so long, you probably wouldn't be interested in wanting to be married or be in the relationships and things. Because sadly, 
what we all have in common and you know i want to say all because i don't want to speak for everyone's family but what a good majority of people who use their grandparents and their parents as like examples of the perfect couple or the perfect marriage or whatever they don't see the bad sides to that though like a lot of us don't know that maybe our grandparents got other kids outside of the aunts and uncles that we know but grandma or granddaddy never said nothing because you know they loved each other so much and we was born at the butt end of their lives so you know you only get to see the sweet loving grandparents that go to church and want to give you money you don't get to see the ruthless you know young hearted maybe jealous hearted whatever the situation could have been people that you are idolizing now even your parents you never know what your parents could have went through your daddy could have been cheating on your mom like the entire time y'all was in a house together and never knew and then your mom knew she just accepted it or she forgave him for whatever reason because that's between them she has her own levels of what she can deal with and what she's going to stay for and you know what i'm saying you idolizing this relationship thinking it's perfect but you really don't know the ugly sides of it it's like we look at the flashy pretty things but don't realize all that goes into making it you know like it takes a lot a whole lot if you look at a diamond ring a diamond ring just doesn't start off being pretty you know what i'm saying first of all it takes pressure and dark places and unlikely materials to make a diamond and then on top of that to get the ring it's still in its natural form you got to extract it you got to beat it up put some heat to it you know what i'm saying form it into what you want it to be in order for you to get your diamonds in your ring and then you put it together and boom you have this amazing thousands of dollars worth of jewelry on your hand at the pretty state but you don't think twice about what actually happened or like what it took to get to that point. So it's like instead of idolizing the end result, you should you should more so want to know more and do research more on the process because the process is what really builds character. It's what builds you up to the point that you can have a great and awesome marriage and you all can be happy, go lucky and fun. And you see all the fun stuff and you travel and you work hard and you have kids and you're just all in love and woo, woo, woo. you know, you have to do the research. And I feel like, you know, we being the age range that we are, I'm 25, I'll be 26 this year. I don't want to just mark us as millennials because I quite frankly hate the title or the name or whatever. Um, I just feel like our generation or my generation, because I don't know the age ranges that are listening to this. You know, I feel like we lack that. We lack the process part. Like, I feel like the generation before us dealt with BS, that we looked at as like okay we or we look at as like no we're not gonna deal with it but still in all we lack the process portion we lack the research in the process we lack what really takes what it really takes to 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 really get in deep with whatever it is that we're pursuing relationships business whatever like i can literally talk about this for so long because this it it can definitely take me into another segue topic which, you know what, screw it, I'll just go ahead and go. My little hot topic for today was just going to be the Aisha situation because it seems like my little random self can talk about that all day long. But it's going to take me to just my next situation or, or topic thing to talk about, you know, conversational topics, little hot points. You know, we don't appreciate processes. And I can speak from experience, you know, like, 
me in high school, you could never have told me that I wouldn't have graduated with my bachelor's by now. I wouldn't be working, you know, in somebody's doctor's office or whatever. You know what I'm saying? My mindset was just like, okay, cool. I've got the four-year plan. Boom. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I just like had everything planned out. I'm an excellent planner, horrible executioner, horrible executioner. Okay. When I say horrible, I mean horrible because I feel like you know, I have to have everything super perfect before I start. And that's not the process. The process is just starting. You know, an infant doesn't start walking by going, okay, I'm going to think out all my steps before I make them. No, they get on the ground or more so they're laying on their back and they say, hey, guess what? You know, let me move my body around and boop, look at that. They rolled over. That's a process. That's step one. They're learning movements, but they don't plan out those movements. They're learning it as they go along. And then when they get the crawling, you know, they scoot backwards first. It's like they see where they, they see where they want to go, but their body's like, mm, we still got to get these movements in. Let's go ahead and move these joints. Let's move these little legs. Let's get these hands together. You know, our coordination is trash right now, but it's okay. We're going to get this together because the more we do this, the more we're going to get great at it. And then eventually they start moving forward. And then you have a person that's just a little bitty tiny human crawling around. And then when they make their first steps. They're not thinking like, oh, man. You know, let me step one, step two, step three. Now I'm sitting here wobbling back and forth, but I'm moving like the bigger humans that I see. No, they looking like, man, that cookie is across the floor. And I want that. I'm on the couch. So I'm going to scoot off the couch and I'm going to just fall on my little booty on the floor. I'm going to hold the couch and I'm going to stand up real, real, real wobbly like. And then you know what? I see this cookie because I know this mug is going to be good. You know what I'm saying? I stole a little piece when my mama had it in her hand. She didn't see me. I was sitting here slobbing all on a little chocolate chip. I want that because I know what that brings. I know what that's going to give me. And guess what? They start two-stepping across the floor till they get to that cookie. And guess what? She walk in. Chocolatey mess everywhere. And the baby happy. And they done started walking. So all of that to say that the process is the portion that we all miss you know we all want to be great we all want to do great things in this day and age you see so many different things on youtube you see um people on tv you listen to podcasters and everybody always says you know i started off doing this and it was like you know i started off doing this in my basement i started off doing this blah 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 had horrible quality probably like this one um I wasn't thinking too much about it. It just started off as a conversation with my friends. All of these different things started off with something so simple, but it, they just did it. They just executed. They just pushed it out. They didn't plan it like, okay, cool. I'm going to do these, you know, 17 podcasts. I'm going to have like 100,000 subscribers listening to this. And boom, I'm going to make hella bread. Like, no, it doesn't start off like that. And I feel like if you go into any process thinking, oh, man, I'm going to make hella bread off of it. Your passion is going to die out because the crazy thing about dreams and the crazy thing about actually hitting your success point and actually making it is that it's so much passion and drive and determination to getting to the goal that money isn't even the portion that you're focusing on. That's just a result of your passion and your hard work and you grinding. Like most people don't go into any of this stuff in, re- in thinking like, oh, man, I want to get hella paid off of it. They know the money it could bring. But realistically, if you're doing this for the money after like the first time you, you know, submit a podcast or do a YouTube channel or, you know, sell a CD or whatever the case, whatever it is that you're wanting to do and you don't make money off of it. Most likely you're going to quit because it's like, well, I'm not getting nothing out of it. 
losing weight, you know what I'm saying, dieting and stuff. Yeah, you eat right for a week and you work out more than you usually would or just period in that week. Yeah, your body going to start feeling better, but that don't mean that you done lost 50 pounds in seven days. It don't happen like that. It's a process. If it took you 10 15 years to get your body to the point that it is why would you think that it would only take you seven days to drop it you know what i'm saying if that's the case then everybody would be a diet and weight loss guru you know everybody would be a makeup artist everybody would be a hairstylist everybody would be a top youtuber making hella bread millions upon millions of dollars everybody would just always be at the top of things but because life doesn't happen that way and pretty much success weeds out the week you know, you begin to just continually keep doing what you love to do. Like this podcast. Honestly, I love to talk out ideas. I love to talk about fun things. I love to talk about serious things. I love to talk about any kind of topic that helps me expand. Like, I don't think that I know everything. And quite frankly, if I do hit a point in this podcast or any of my episodes that I'll eventually post, You know, and I say something that's completely ignorant or not well informed or not well researched, please respectfully let me know that. Because if you come at me at any point in time that's not respectful, then we're going to have an issue because, you know, I'm great and I'm witty, but my clapbacks is be on point. So try me. Try me not. But yeah. You know, I just feel like, you know, the process situation is something that we need to get really, really passionate about. I have a ton of different little small passion projects that I want to do. And honestly, this podcast is the first one that I've actually executed. And that's because I finally decided one day to say, you know what, this is not perfect, but it's here and I'm going to work with it. And each time I post something, I'm going to work a little more on something else and I'm going to do something else a little different. And I'm going to, you know, keep finagling things and get better equipment and do things that will improve my quality so that way you know you all can listen to some top quality stuff and you can relate to it and you can you know kind of communicate back and forth with me once I create these social media sites and then also too you know I can just feel good that I'm giving you top quality and not just rinky dink you know I'm a perfectionist at heart so like giving you something that's less than perfect drives me up a wall it definitely kills me it makes me cringe my heart flutters in the wrong way so yeah okay um next rando topic um just life updates I'm like moving in three weeks and honestly I'm like scared shitless um Because I've, like, never lived on my own. Um, Ever. Like, I didn't go away to college. I wanted to, but the perfectionist in me would not allow me to two-step myself into somebody's college and live on campus. And I don't have money or I don't have a solid means of living on campus. You know, every college student is broke. I'm still a college student. And I'm still broke. And I have a full-time job. Um... But at the time frame, me getting out of high school, it wasn't a part of my four year plan that didn't it didn't sit well with me. So I stayed home and went to school. Um, And so, yeah, you know, like. I just I just wasn't ready. You know, I definitely was not ready. 
And me and my mom are like super, 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 super close. And when I was leaving for college or when I was supposed to leave for college, my grandmother was alive still, too. Um, and me and my granny were even more super, 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 super close. And it was like me, my mom, my granny were like the three amigos, you know. So it was super hard to leave them. I feel like I suffered separation anxiety tough. My mom suffered it, but she never spoke about it because she didn't want to influence my choices. It was definitely all me um, making the decision to stay home for more reasons than one. Um, so yeah, like now I'm at this point, I'm 25, about to be 26. Like I mentioned that because I feel like it's a staple in really knowing that living up to stereotypes, you just can't. You know, most families kick their kids out, especially black families. Most families didn't kick their girls out earlier. But no, I definitely stayed home. Um, I stayed home because I didn't want to live on my own at that point. I was in school. I was like, I don't want to have to deal with the stress of anything else other than what I'm currently dealing with right now. But the older I get, the more I feel like I need my space. I know that I need my space. Um, And it's time. It's just time for me to just get on out there I can't perfect moving out it's never going to be the right time to do any major monumental change in life it's just you got to fucking do it like that's it I can't plan out oh man you know like I need to have like $1,700 in a bank I need to have like you know my rent paid up six months ahead like I can't plan that out because realistically I still have to live and I still got other bills and everything else to pay I mean I could have saved for hellas for that situation but I wasn't doing a research to know where I was gonna move at the time frame even kind of have that situation planned out so it's just more like okay instead of keep talking about it let me fill out this job I mean I said job app this apartment application boom I got approved great let me start saving money for it let me start you know putting down my deposit let me start doing all these different things and now here I am in three weeks I will literally be moving I will be out of my mom's house and I'll be in my own home well in my own apartment and that's great for me and hopefully that's kind of you know some kind of help or inspiration or even just confirmation for other people who are in my age range who feel like oh man I should have been moved out my friends doing this my friends doing that or everybody you know what I'm saying is in a whole different place and I'm still stuck and da 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 because I was that person like comparison truly would kill you and I am so in my head with that and I like suffer from the whole comparison situation tough to the point where I'm looking at everybody else that I don't went to school with I'm looking at all my friends I'm looking at my family I'm looking at everything and I'm just like what the hell am I doing wrong like yes everybody's life is is on a different path and you have a different journey and what God has for you is for you and truly it is the I mean like my life is like the epitome of that you know it's like you try all these different things but the only outlet that's working for you is the one that you are destined to be on and it's like I had that point, you know, where I'm just like, man, I'm so, I feel like I'm so stuck. I feel like I should have graduated by now. I feel like I should have did this. I feel like I should have did that. And it's like, well, it's reasons why those things have not happened. And I needed this experience in life to help build up my character, build up my strength, build up my patience, help reduce my stress, help me know how to have more self-care tactics. That way that I'm at peace when everything falls apart. So that way I'm not falling apart while everything else is falling apart. Like I'm the calm and the storm at that point. It's just a lot. And I feel like I fall, you know, 
I fought myself. I don't want to say I fall victim because I don't want to play victim in this situation. Like, I fought myself for always comparing, comparing what's going on with me to others. Like, yes, I'm 25 and this will be my first move out. But guess what? Who cares? This is my first move. This is my journey. I'm excited about it. You know, I'll be graduating with my bachelor's next year in December. Okay, great. I have friends who graduated already. I have friends who are probably working on their second degrees. I've seen people, you know, go on to basically getting into their career after they didn't graduated. But I'm still in the place that I'm in. And I just have to accept that this is my process. That I'm so passionate about wanting to be in my career that I'm completely ignoring what it takes to build me up to get ready for that point. And it took me being at home and dealing with all the things that I had to deal with and me working all those different jobs and being in school and failing and having to get back up and dust myself off and and go back on it. Like it took all of that for me to get to the point that I am now to have such a strong mindset about, you know, really putting my best foot forward and just going, just starting the process, just putting myself out there and learning as I go along because nobody has life all dialed in. So, yes, I'm moving and it's a great accomplishment for me, you know, and then when I graduate, that'll be another accomplishment for me. I mean, I've graduated with my associates already, but it's my bachelor's that I'm accomplishing now. And I feel like I can't downplay my accomplishments just because I'm not where I where I want to be because they're still great accomplishments. And, you know, yeah, so I want to have like a preaching moment, but, you know, it definitely it definitely was needed to talk about because I feel like I suffer from that a lot and I'm pretty sure other people have suffered from that a lot as well. Um and it's just it's just the reality of life. Like you want to be so great and you want to just have everything all figured out and you won't. That's the whole thing about adulting. Adulting sucks because realistically, we are unlearning everything that we learned up until the point of us becoming adults and we're still unlearning shit and then we have to learn new shit. That actually is life versus the figment of fairy tales that we were fed in the entire time that we were growing up. Like, oh, do this or do that or life's like this and life's like that. And it's like you have this cookie cutter way of looking at life and building reality. It's not a fucking cookie at all. It's like life is like this big ass pool and your cookie just drowned in it and it got moist. Ugh, that word. And it just completely disintegrated in the water. Like, that's what it is. It flows at its own pace. It goes where it wants to go. It does what it wants to do. That's it. That's life. You know, either you are on the train of life or you're not on the train of life. But at the end of the day, it's still going to go if you're not there. So you just have to come to terms with accepting it and just going with the flow of change. Um, what else, you know, can I think about that I want to, that I want to that I want to talk about oh yeah I can just pretty much like end this whole little episode here because I still need to finish a final project but I had to get this out because if I didn't um I would have keep I would have kept procrastinating um my little mental health um mental health as wealth segment portion part whatever you want to call it your self-care keeping you together (laughs) um I just want to share some little fun self-care tips 
that you probably have heard a lot, but it helps. It really, really does. Um, meditating. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pushing for the meditation, but I quite frankly cannot calm my mind down good enough to actually meditate. I sit still in a room, but my mind be going like 10 million miles per second. So I'm still trying to master that situation there, but I'll eventually get there. Praying, you know, even with praying, it is so sad. Wait, pause, because I definitely have to share this little moment. And I feel so bad when I pray, because when I'm praying and I'm supposed to be focusing, centering myself, aligning myself with God and getting all those things out, thanking them, praising them, appreciating them, requesting things, uh, praying for people. If I sit there and I pray too long, my mind wonders. So then my prayers get jacked up and I'm just like, you know, Lord, I thank you for the day. Blah, blah, blah. Lord, yeah, I thank you for this food I'm about to receive. And it's like I'm starting to pray a prayer. Like I'm saying grace over some food and I'm sitting here praying in the car as I'm going to work. Like what? What? So, yeah, you know, I try to pray. But my little random mind, I have to like really keep myself on a little little yeah I gotta like play music in the background to throw my mind off from thinking about stuff so that way I hear the music as an extra sensory kind of background noise and then I'm able to pray because then my mind is like focused on praying um I journal so I would promote journaling you know just write out your thoughts write out your dreams write out your feelings you know all of that is really like essential to your growth and for you getting to know you and why you feel the way you feel knowing your triggers knowing who you are where you are how you are what you are whatever um it definitely helps and then also going to therapy because you know you can take those journals and you can go to therapy with it and say hey look for the past three months this is what this has been me and they can read over it and that's like documented proof of your ups and downs or just where your mind was at and your growth and you're just documenting that you're getting better you're doing better you're living better you will be where you want to be even farther you just have to put the best foot forward and continue to go and I would say getting sleep I am a fan of sleep I'm also diagnosed with depression so I probably get too much at certain times um but you know I'm all for sleeping okay eight hours ten hours 12 hours is probably pushing it but I'm just saying like I'm all for sleep sleep is like my best friend okay and anybody who I do know including my best friends sleep so sleep is definitely a good recharge for you for you to feel refreshed renewed for you to get up and have a clear mind for you to be able to make conscious present decisions and then also to living out what's best for you You know, don't live to anyone else's standards, but just live at your own. Don't look at the next person and feel like, oh, I got to do what they're doing for me to be happy. No, do what makes you happy. If you love to read, if you love to watch movies, if you want to binge watch 15 seasons worth of freaking Grey's Anatomy like I'm doing right now just to get your mind right, do that. Because the only person that is pleasing is you. And the only people that it's not affecting is, is... everyone else it's not affecting everyone else they don't even know you're doing it 
the same way when they live their lives, they don't know that you're watching them or they don't know that you're comparing what you're doing to theirs. They're doing what's happy with what makes them happy and what's best for them. So you need to do what's best for you and what makes you happy because that's it. That's all that life is. That's the life hack. Do what you love in every aspect. You know, don't do something just because somebody else is doing it. Don't live your life to appease someone else, to please someone else, to be someone else, to carbon copy everyone else's lifestyles. No, do it for you. And whatever makes you happy, it will flourish. You will be successful at it. You will have a passion for it. You will love doing it. And it won't feel like work. It won't feel like you're really grinding because you're just doing what it is that you just truly love to do. I love helping people. Um, yeah, so I love helping people. And I feel like through this podcast, I can help people because people need to be able to know that they're not alone in this world. And I feel like I need to know that I'm not alone in this world. Sharing this information with you, being vulnerable, being transparent, letting you know what's going on with me, opening the doors of my life to you in small snippets and small segments and small episodes each week or whatever like that is big for me because I am an isolating person I isolate myself I stay to myself I'm completely quiet I don't speak about things unless it gets to an overwhelming point where I feel like all right I can't handle it anymore caps off boom I'm about to explode but I love helping people and I feel like the best way right now for me to be able to help someone because I don't have my degree yet It's being transparent about my life. My life is not perfect. I may try to make it look like that. I may walk around and it may seem like I I have it all together. But I promise you, I don't. Like, I truly do not. Like, stuff that I feel like I've conquered and mastered and I know all the ins and outs and aboves and beyonds. I have no fucking idea what the hell I'm doing in any of it. I just live. I just go with it. And, you know, I fuck up. And whatever I fuck up, I I learn from. And whatever I do better, you know, with or do great at, I learn from. Like, hey, that worked. Let's keep doing that until it doesn't work again and we have to improve that. Hey, that didn't work. So, yeah, you know, just live your life to please you and do what it is that you love to do. I'm going to wrap this up with an end my friends and say have a good one live life love life love yourself take care of yourself self-care is the best thing and until next time i'ma have a rhyme boom 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 i'm sorry this is like super random i have singers Tourette's, so if i say something and it sparks me off to sing and just go with the flow don't even don't even <laughs> trip or whatever but yeah have a good one guys